Hey, pretty gang. I'm your host, Shaquilla James, and this is episode three of the Pretty Book Podcast, where everyone's story is beautiful. Welcome to the Pretty Book Podcast, everybody. My uh, guest of honors today is the beautiful, talented Sheree Lewis. So thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast, Sheree. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. So for those of you who may not be familiar with Sheree, um, can you give us a little more information about yourself? Um, okay. I'm an author. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say? You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody gets this point. <laughs> Like, I don't know what to say. This is the hardest part. I mean, I'm just Sheree. I write books, you know, and I mean, basically, I write. Like, that's basically my life, just writing and being a mom and a wife and all that extra stuff, so. So how long have you been publishing? Well, how long have you been published? I think my first book was published in 2000, I want to say 12 or 11, one of those years. Wow. So you've been writing for a long time. Yeah, I think I started writing in 2011. Was ebooks like around at that time? They were just starting to get like popular. It was like mm-hmm. the beginning. Okay, okay. So that started around 2015. And when I started, I had no idea about Kindle, ebook, none of that. Like I was still used to, really? you know. Mm-hmm. Before I even started writing, I had like a. I had the first edition Kindle, so they were just starting to get like really, really popular Whoa. around that time. Yeah, yeah. Also, you've been doing this for a long time, and you have thirty-two books published. Like that is amazing. Yeah, girl, I've been writing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get your first book published? Um, I think I was reading. I was reading somebody's book and then you know how in the back of the book they always got like the publisher information mm-hmm. and um, I just seen this one publisher see back then the publishing companies like how they are now they weren't popping like that right. so like I submitted to like Triple Crown and at that time you had to wow. yeah you had to print the whole book out get it binded and like send it you know, to the office and stuff. So it was different. Uh-huh. But when I seen this one company, they was like, you could just email the first three chapters. I kind of hopped up on it. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was green. So I didn't do no research or nothing. I just seen nothing. somebody like, oh, they, they accepting <laughs> books. So let me go on and, you know, submit that. And uh, mm-hmm. that's how I kind of got started with that company. So, so it's the way that it is now. So it's like way different now. Do you think it's, um, easier now to be published? I guess so, because you don't have to go through um, that many steps, but do you think that, that that it pushed the industry forward, or do you think it kind of held it back a little bit with it being so accessible to be able to publish books now? I think it pushed it forward. Like, look how many mm-hmm. authors it is now, and right, you know, every you know, the readers got like a selection now. Like, it's a lot of us that's writing, and I mean, of course, there's cons to it, but for the most part, I think it, especially, like, I have a love-hate relationship with Amazon, 
but mm-hmm. the, yeah so I <laughs> I appreciate that they gave you know indie authors a platform to publish and we don't have to be signed to publishers but mm-hmm. you know how it is with Amazon they got their cons too <laughs> yes they do yeah so yeah so currently do you write a uh, full-time or part-time I'm full-time okay and how has that been it's been nice because I get to um take my son to school, pick him up. Mm-hmm. If I got appointments, I could, you know, schedule. It's been very nice for me and, and my family. So I I think I, I love writing full-time, actually. So how do you balance, like, your author life with your real life? Because I know um, for me, and I, I talked to um, another author, Zaylor, she was kind of saying, like, how – you know, being an author, it's like a full-time job. Like, your mind never stops. Like, you could really uh-huh. literally be at the grocery store and come up with an idea for a book. So how easy or hard is it to balance your actual life with being an author? Um, For me, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's hard for me. It's just the way of life. And my family, they kind of used to it now. Like, I'm writing, like, all day long. Right. In between doing other stuff. So I I don't think I have a hard time balancing it. I mean, it's days where if I don't want to write, I'm just not going to do it. Or if Mm -hmm. I have something to do, I won't write. But I I don't think I have a hard time balancing the author life and the regular life. That's really good because this is difficult for me. Why? um, um, I think because I'm just now kind of getting into the full time. And when I got into it, um, you know, my mind was just like, oh, I'm going to be able to write all day. I'm going to be, you know, like, but when I'm actually (laughs) in it, it's not that easy. Like, some days I can go in. And then it's some days where it's just like I'm sitting there and nothing comes to me. So some days I feel like I'm not making the most of the time that I have. It seemed like if you, like, say you had your job, right? Mm -hmm. I bet you had the urge to write. Why oh, you the job. But now that you got the free time, it's like, man, the words ain't coming to me or I just yeah. feel like it. I don't know why it works like that, but it'd it be like that. Yeah. So that's I'm kind of uh, getting into that transition um, now. So do you deal with like writer's block sometimes? And if you do, how do you get past it? Um, I have dealt with it, but I, I'm so... I have to really write through it. Like some people be like, okay, I got to step back and take some time. I might take mm-hmm. a day, but like for me, I just have to get stuff done. So I'll write through it. And then once I'm reading it over, if it don't make sense, of course I'll cut it, but mm-hmm. I'll just so rather just write, through, write it. through it like or read either or. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually, um, because I'm the type that's just like, uh, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that, though. <laughs> do you have, like, any special writing routines, or do you kind of just get in and go? Um, Let me see what I've been doing. Okay, so, like, on the way to take my son to school, I'll listen to motivational uh, videos. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing lately. But other than that, I just eat and start writing. So you, and I guess that makes sense, especially since you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. So it's kind of easy. That That's really good. I think I need to 
try that. Yeah, get you a morning routine. Like, yeah, (laughs) definitely get a routine together because I find it kind of kind of difficult sometimes. And I think I'm I'm an overthinker too. Yeah. So sometimes if I think too much about it, I just get overwhelmed and I just feel like, oh my gosh, what I'm gonna do? (laughs) I mean, I feel like as long as you write, even if it's Mm -hmm. like five hundred words or four thousand or ten thousand, like as long as you wrote something that day, you should be, you know, feel good about it. Yeah, that's true. Do you do you outline or are you like a free writer? Oh, I have to freestyle. Me too. I cannot use an outline. It limits me for some reason. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because I always feel like, okay, I have to get here. And then trying to get there is like the difficult part. I start thinking too much and it's yeah. just like, yeah, let me just let the word the words flow. Yeah. So yeah. It's so interesting because um I think out of the interviews, I think only one person said that they outlined. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was for them to avoid writer's block. So it's like, I understand the pros and cons, but outlining, it just gives me just anxiety. Yeah, so. <laughs> I can't do it. So when you start a book, do you, um, you kind of know where you want to go with it, but like, do you have those times where like you think you have an ending, but you're yeah. writing and then like in the middle, you just like, okay, no, this is not. Yes, how I, I switch up all the time, like me too. <laughs> all the time. I think I want the book to end this way, and if it just don't fit or make sense, I'll just switch it up and mm-hmm. just yeah, I'm always switching something up. So what do you think is the most challenging part about being an author? Um, To me, the most challenging is you write this book and you put Mm -hmm. your all into it and you pay for this, you pay for that and you release it and somebody just slams the book (laughs) and and not that they and I'm not trying to say like they don't have a right to because it might Mm -hmm. not have been for them. But that, like, in the beginning, that was so crushing to me. Like, oh, my, I just thought they were just after me. They were some haters. Mm -hmm. But now, (laughs) I get it now. But that is very challenging. You release your art into the world, and and it just get critiqued, you know? Yeah, it it, is. So how, like, being in the industry for so long, eight, nine years in, how do you deal with, like, the negativity now? Like, as far as the reviews, do you pay attention to those, or... So when my like when a book first come out, I'll read like the first ten just to get a feel for what they thinking. Mm-hmm. But like once I get that one negative, I have to stop reading the reviews because I'll be like, oh my goodness, I just yeah. I can't I can't read no more. And not that <laughs> I can't take it, but it's just like you know what I just need to let them think what they want to think about what the book, yeah. and then yeah, get off of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, me, when I first uh, started, I used to kind of read the negative reviews just to see if I saw like a trend, like, okay, maybe this is something I could really work on. But like when I started seeing negative reviews, that was negative because you didn't like, you thought this character should have did this yeah. and that. I was just like, oh no, no, y'all doing too much. Yeah. Like, and that's the I'm thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like I could take the um, criticism, like if it's constructive or whatever, but then it's like we can't really tell the readers how they should grade the book and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we just got to let them do what they do and we have to do what we do kind of thing. Like, And I yeah. know it be some reviews that just be like way out feel like just be y'all like you doing too much. 
Yeah. But yeah, I've had some. Of them. <laughs> we all had some. I'm like, okay. I had one review. They gave me a one star. They had, they didn't even read the book. It was because I didn't complete another series. I was like, are you? And I hate Amazon. Like, why do y'all let them read that? Them do that. But you'll take away the five star reviews. I just don't. Under- I don't understand that. Yeah, I've dealt with that too. It's just like I, I don't get it. That's that's one gripe I do have about Amazon, the way that they kinda um I think treat authors, you know, oh, they yeah. will remove like good reviews, they'll you know, they have all these type of stipulations for other things, but a reader could read a book and then return it. Oh, you know, my it's goodness. a certain that is that the sh- most now that you saw my challenging. Yeah. I only want to track these people down and just like really <laughs> cuss them out. Like how you gonna read a whole book and then return it. And then, and then request a refund. Like, and they give it to them. It's crazy. Yeah, that pisses me off. Yeah. So that's definitely something that's, that's challenging. So aside from that, like, what do you think is your proudest moment so far in your career? Like, what, what moment do you think that stands out the most? Or moments? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think when I went independent and I got like a million pages read, Don't over a million that. pages read, that I was That's like, okay, I'm, I'm, and I'm I was so glad happy. you said that. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that too because I think a lot of a lot of authors are afraid to go independent because, um. They don't think that that's possible, and it and it is. Yeah. So I'm glad that you. It is. It is with a lot of authors. To be honest, it's a lot mm-hmm. um, of independent authors doing four, Big five numbers. millions. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, it's you could it could happen. Yeah, it definitely can. What do you think? Um, in your opinion, kind of sets you apart or um, makes you stand out in the industry. Because um, you have a really, really big fan base. And you're one of those authors that's like a silent killer. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you don't maybe, like, hear your name a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. But you have, like, a really core fan base. And when you drop, you you know, your name and your books ring bells. So how do you think, um, um, what do you think, you know, sets you apart or allows you to have that space? I honestly I don't know because you know in this industry one book you hot the next <laughs> book you not like it's just a fickle industry and I don't know the one thing though I do appreciate with the readers that I have they let me show my range as a storyteller mm-hmm. because you know these all I mean these readers they be wanting like the same thing sometimes yeah. and it's like I can't give y'all that I have to kind of write how I feel Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of play a part that my books are just always different. Mm-hmm. I think that's what kind of plays a part in me being, yeah. you know, different. And then also, um, one thing that I am, I uh, personally admire about you is your marketing, like your marketing materials and promo and things like that. Like you're very, very creative with that. Thank you. And I think um, a lot of people don't understand just how important that is because like when I see visuals like that that's aside from just the normal character visuals because mm-hmm. character visuals give me anxiety oh girl I, <laughs> look at one point I stopped I'm like you could just imagine how they you could do your yeah, own that's like, how I am. 
That's how I am. So when I see like your marketing materials, I know, especially for Cold Case Love, like I love how that whole rollout was. And even your covers are very different. So that's something that I definitely noticed about you that uh, stands apart. So I just wanted to compliment you. Thank you. Um, And let people know that marketing matters. It do. I mean, because I'm independent, I always, you know, I try to think outside the box, like what could grab their attention and Mm -hmm. That's why I be kind of going all out because mm-hmm. it's, it's so many of us now. And, you know, some of this yeah, stuff can start looking out. the same. Yep. That's true. So that's, that's why I'm true. like, but marketing is very important. Like some people can drop a book without marketing and it do bomb. But me, I prefer to kind of build it up for the readers, get them excited. Mm-hmm. So I actually like marketing. Yeah, me too. That's And I think it also shows, um, that you actually put time and effort into the characters and into the storyline when you're able to come up with marketing materials and things like that, that kind of give readers inside looks or, you know, something special rather than, you know, like just the same old thing right. because dropping your links and stuff like that, people see a million links today. No, so. they, they don't even look at those. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they don't. <laughs> so in this case, like um, the social media era, like, um, I know it can be a gift and a curse, um, but mm-hmm. for you, um, what what do you say? Is it more a gift or a curse? For me, it's more of a gift. I don't get, um, I really don't have too many complaints with social media because, mm-hmm. you know, I'll disappear quick from like Facebook yeah. and stuff and they be cool. I Like I said, I love the readers I have because they, they don't be hounding me like where you at. Why you mm-hmm. ain't been on? They just kind of let me do whatever. And um, I try to answer everybody if somebody come on my inbox or mm-hmm. on my timeline um but some readers be acting like you you have to like yeah they do that'd be kind of irritating but kind of entitled yeah <laughs> and I always say like I miss the days you remember I don't know how long you've been reading but I've been reading for so long like yeah me too you remember me just too. getting a book and being done with it and you're not even thinking about the author yeah those are the- <laughs> those are the days like that I missed yeah Yeah. same same because that's how I was like I said when I first started um girl I just went on create space like you know that's when they still had create space I was on there I had wrote my book Mm -hmm. I had got did everything myself and I was just selling to people that I knew I didn't even know about Kindle or anything like that like I was still checking out books from the library and things like that so I wasn't I didn't really know about the ebook kind Mm -hmm. of thing so when I did and um you know readers were like writing me and stuff like that I had to really like learn like okay you can't say this you can't post this yeah yeah (laughs) you You have to censor yourself yeah and at one point I was telling people like okay look this is my personal page (laughs) you need professional don't like my business page right (laughs) so yeah I I agree like it to me I think it's been well it's kind of been a gift and a curse but yeah, I'll be you saying know. you going off a little bit yeah, on your page. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be seeing it. Yeah, it's like, it's my fault. So. Right. No, <laughs> no, sometimes they be coming a little crazy and they be having to check them a little bit. Like, hold on. Yeah, like, hold on now. Like, I'm still human, but, you know, right. luckily I don't have those issues with readers. So. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I don't have those issues. So, um. You stay like like you said like you are you disappear you are very low key so 
how is how easy is it for you to stay away from all the drama in the industry? Because a lot of the times you can really be minding your business mm-hmm. and just be pulled into something. So how how has it been so easy for you or seemingly easy for you to kind of just stay away from the madness? Um, I just kind of like, I don't see nothing. I don't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I do have friends, though. And my mm-hmm. the friends I'm friends with in the industry, they not, you know, they're not messy. So I think that helps, too. They mind mm-hmm. their business, too. So that I guess that's why. Yeah. Okay. So that that's really good. Like, um, just company you keep like you know yeah yeah Child, i think we didn't <laughs> and like that. not not even commenting on sometimes you could just comment on something and then you could be inserted into the drama and it's like yeah i will bypass it i'll read it though because i'm a little nosy yeah. but <laughs> i ain't commenting on nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah so that's that's definitely something that i've noticed you know you kind of fly under the radar when it comes to certain things like that so yeah. that's um that's really good and the readers pay attention to that too I had to learn that like yeah you know they they watching so and they starting stuff too maybe some of yeah, them too they do they do. <laughs> they do that's for a long time I wasn't even checking my messages I'm like uh-uh. oh <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> you gotta create boundaries <laughs> with that so what's the toughest lesson that you've learned so far in your career um, the toughest lesson, I think, is not everybody wants you to do good. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one. That I mean, sucks. I mean, every I'll be wanting everybody to win, but some people yeah. just don't want you to, unless yeah. they're benefiting from it. So, um, you've been signed, correct? You've been signed yeah. before, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, being signed and being independent, um. Which one for you has been more fulfilling? Um, that's hard because when I was signed, it was it was a cool journey. That was a I can't really complain about being signed. Mm-hmm. And then, but when you when you independent and you doing it on your own, and you could go look at your numbers and see how well you doing, mm-hmm. and, and you getting all this money back, I think that that's better like more fulfilling yeah. when you're just yeah. doing it on your own I agree I agree I've had um good experience and bad experience in pub- um with publishers but um me I just learned more about myself as an author being independent because I was able to see okay well this worked and this didn't work or this yeah. is you know this is why this worked like more hands-on to me really made me understand uh, the business aspect of the industry more so yeah, than yep. the publisher. It's lessons in being independent that you don't really get when you're published because your publisher handling all that stuff. Everything, yeah. Yeah, so. That's true. That's true. Um, have you done any collabs uh, since you've been? No. Oh my goodness, no. I have not. Me I'm, neither. That sounds so bad. <laughs> But if you could collab with anybody, who would you collab with? Okay. Um, I'll probably, I'm going to name these, let me see, probably a Zayler. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Dominique Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody else. But you know what? I see y'all doing like, especially, um, well, both actually, because y'all have 
um, not similar writing styles, but similar in a way where y'all storytelling is yeah. very, very vivid, you know? So I think those would be some really dope uh, collaborations. I'm shied away from collaborations, though, because I've seen so many readers say, like, they don't like collaboration. <laughs> so really? in the past, I've shied away, like, okay, well, since y'all don't even like reading them, what's the point of, you know, doing it? <laughs> Right. But I don't think that's all the way true. It just depends on who you collaborate with. Yeah, you definitely have to collaborate with the right person and get the right type of storyline down to where you don't really because I've read a collab <laughs> where it was obvious who wrote what. Yeah, you know? it I gotta think... go well, like seemingly well. Like you can't like, oh, you wrote this. I already know you wrote yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. One of those. Like that's the kind of collab that I think uh you know, are the best if you can't tell like who wrote what. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think y'all will do really good. So hopefully when this airs, you know, hopefully we put a little something into the universe. Right. And it right. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember the first story that you ever wrote? Yeah. Oh, I hate that story too. <laughs> you cannot pay me to read over my first book. I can't. Do you ever cringe like reading back on your own work? Yes, and it's so crazy because that's been a common thing, a uh, theme amongst our authors I've interviewed. It's always a book where people be like, I just want to forget that book happened. <laughs> oh my goodness, I just cringe thinking about that book. <laughs> so out of your books, which character would you say you relate to the most? Or which one probably like has the biggest hold on you? Um, Like male or female? Yeah, male or female. Or you can do male and female. All right, let's do female. My female, I would say Asia from Summer of 16. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to think that Paris, the um, from Keys and Paris, but it's not mm-hmm. her. It's Asia. I relate to her. Because um, she has more of my personality. Mm-hmm. And then with the male, I don't even know. It's, I have so many male characters. You do. You're good at the book base, too. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know who to pick with the males. Um, dang, the narrow is my face. I mean, that's he a lot. Of, yeah, he too ignorant Everybody's for me face. though. I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with him for real. Um, I would either have to say Keith or I don't know. I'm just gonna go with Keith. Yeah. Keith, okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, which which character was like the most fun to write? De Niro, definitely, because he ain't had no filter. Yeah, I could just <laughs> be ignorant and just write whatever, and they accept it because it's him. <laughs> so, like with your um, with your writing, like um, okay, so like when I did the Zayla write, so she said like in her books she cursed a lot, but that's not how she is in real life. Yeah. So like, does your writing mirror kind of who you are, or do you just kind of? No. Just be creative. Like, your mind just kind of go wherever. <laughs> it's just wherever. Like, yeah. I don't curse a lot either. Yeah, I don't do a lot of cursing in my real life, but my characters curse a lot. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I just, I mean, it's crazy because um, I always say in my group, like, I don't believe in that Zodiac sign stuff, but then I'll put it in the with a character <laughs> and she loves it you know I just always take myself out of my books always yeah that that's how I am too kind of like I, I'll put a little bit of myself in there but yeah. for the most part 
Like, I write about stuff that maybe I'm too, like, reserved to do, to, you know, things like that, things that I want to do, things that, you know, put my characters in positions that I probably wouldn't be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of makes it fun as a writer. Right. Yeah. So, do you, if you could think of maybe the best compliment you received as an author, what do you think that would be? Um, the best, I would say when someone tells me that my writing is realistic. I just yeah that's the best to me because I don't I always tell people I don't write fairy tales you're not gonna always get no happy ending like mm-hmm. I try to stick to real life as much as I can so when they say like it's realistic that's like a huge compliment to me yeah definitely I um I definitely feel like your writing is realistic and, and it's so smooth. Like it's very hard. And I think that's a gift. Um, when not always writing in first person, because I know you write in third. Person. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> it's crazy because the book I'm right now, I'm writing first person. Is it difficult? Because first um, person. Sometimes- okay. So, cause you know, I'm notorious for writing third person. Mm-hmm. It's just a comfort of mine, but. So I started writing first person just to see how far I will get. And it mm-hmm. actually has not been bad. Like, I've been okay with it. Okay. So I, you just, you just like gifted. Like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. I wouldn't say that, but girl, I'll be, look, I'll be messing up over here. Okay. I just don't be telling y'all, but girl, yeah. please. Yeah. It's, um, I kind of go in between like, I, but first person, um, takes a little longer for me just because I think with third person it's much easier to be descriptive and yeah it um, is yeah so with first person it, it kind of I don't know I just always second guess myself like you want to know why I had a problem with first person because <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. want to keep saying I like I yeah. I, I. <laughs> and that's what I was worried about like man I don't know how to I just didn't know how to write it smooth like but yeah yeah it just works like that you just have to say it yeah yeah basically yeah and surprisingly a lot of readers prefer first they do they do yeah they they prefer it which I never did like when I was growing and I guess because when I wrote um when I first started reading I started reading like you know babysitter's club yeah yeah so you know the third person kind of I don't know it, it, it spoke it, to you <laughs> yeah yeah definitely but my first book was first person which is crazy what wait <laughs> which book was that book, uh too good to be true was my first see book. i ain't read that one i read uh the moscato the book oh that was so good <laughs> thank you that was good favorite. bitter was good that too was that was thank you that that was my first third person book uh mascara moscato really you did it good though yeah. thank you thank you i think um I prefer, you know, I, for some reason, maybe it is, I don't know. You that should try it though. Just see how, you'll be like, just see how far you get and you'll just start writing it in. It'll, just, I think you, yeah, I think it. you should try it, girl. Add some, yeah. add some, uh, right, little gl- glitter to your writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, okay. Um, let me see. Okay. So, we're going to do Pretty or Petty real quick. So, okay. in, <laughs> in one of your books, um, okay, so in this case, if your significant other asks for their grandmother to move in for a while, would you keep it cute or would you be petty like Gennaro when, <laughs> when 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, because I I love his grandma, then I'll keep it I'll keep it cute. I wouldn't do what Denaro did. Okay. Even though he did <laughs> let her move in, but he was not happy about it, so he wasn't. He wasn't. How did you come up with that character? Like, because he was so off the wall, so unfiltered. You just <laughs> never knew. Like, how did you come up with him? Um, cause you know, okay, so you know, I wrote about like a group of brothers, mm-hmm. and so you got a level-headed one, you got a laid-back one, and I'm like, okay, I need a a, a wild child. A wild child. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let me try him. And De Niro is like, he's my brother, my uncle, and my husband all mixed together. Mm-hmm. So I just made him like super just wild and crazy. And yeah. And once I yeah. saw that they liked him, I was like, okay, this is, this might can work like yeah. with him. So yeah. Yeah, you did great. Like, that's definitely one of, um, he's a memorable character. Yeah. And I think that's something that I struggle with. Like, I have a lot of characters, but I'm like, dang, I don't have no. I, don't, I haven't wrote a standout a character. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have a standout character. Or if they are, it's for like doing like, you know, some crazy stuff. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah it's not like personality wise. So I definitely admire authors who are able to do that. And then um, also keep the same characters in different books, but also make it entertaining to where it doesn't feel repetitive. Yeah. And I know like you have like a lot of spinoff books where your characters kind of connect mm-hmm. and you're able, first of all, like how do you <laughs> not get confused and like kind of keep Girl, I got like my proofreader because she didn't read all my books. Sometimes I have uh-huh. to call her like, hey, what was such and such or where do they live? Because I yeah. get confused. It's too many characters. Like it's too many. Yeah. So I got help. It ain't just me. I ain't even gonna okay. front. Okay, so you do think okay, so okay, I'm glad you brought that up. So in your case, like you have a, a proofreader or a test reader that actually helps. So you do feel like um test readers can be beneficial because I know at um at some point, like I had test readers at first. I'm not gonna lie, like I start feeling like it was just always the same feedback. Like, oh, it was good, it was good. Yeah, and it was kind of yeah. like, how you miss this? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know? see, test readers are tricky because, mm-hmm. girl, it's so tricky because sometimes they'll help you, but then it's some that's like they want a free book. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, I didn't tell you to read this just so you could get a free book. I want your honest feedback. And um, I think the ones I have, I've had them for like three years. Okay, good. And they, good. so they're familiar with you. Yeah. Like, and they will check me. Yes. Yeah. They will check me like, okay, you, I don't know where you was going with this. Or like mm-hmm. they'll give honest feedback. I'll try new ones, but then, you know. Yeah. It's always good to have kind of just your, your trusted few. And it's been a few books I've written that I didn't let anybody test read. I just, you know just kind of throw them out yeah that's 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 how I was bitter I was like I just don't want I don't because in that one I just didn't know people was gonna understand what I was trying to do and where I was going with it so I was like yeah I'm just gonna put it out and see how it goes and it actually did you know really well yeah that's good um thank you um okay so what's something that you know now that you wish you would have known when you first started um I don't know. That is a good <laughs> question. Um, I really don't know. 
I think okay. it, everything just happens. Like, you're supposed to learn stuff when you're supposed to learn it. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it is what it is kind of thing. Gotcha. I don't think I would go and change anything about my journey as a, as an author. And that's great. Like, girl, because there's so many things I wish I could change. Really? <laughs> but you know, you've learned probably from those situations. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. I have. It, it just made it maybe just a little slower but sometimes you know slower is better sometimes the fast road to success is not always the best Mm-mm, one so. it's not yeah I agree with that so okay so with your characters if you weren't married because I know you mean <laughs> you're <laughs> single and you could date any of your characters who would it be and why um probably case I like case okay, okay. yeah Okay, if you were stranded on the side of the road and you needed one of your characters to come through, like, who gonna come through for you? No questions asked. Um, definitely, I would do... I would say Paris. Paris gonna come through. Okay. And if something popped off and you needed somebody to have your... what? All your characters be fine. <laughs> you some fighters. <laughs> um, shoot, all of them. <laughs> Yeah. They all about it, you know. They yeah. yeah. Okay. It is a cry on like who would you call? Um, I'll probably let me see. I'll probably call Dang, that's hard. Oh, Sky. My one character named Sky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Let's see. I think we've got most of the questions down. This surprisingly went very, very smooth. Yeah, like, I don't know why I was so nervous. Yeah, guess, you don't need to be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because we haven't really talked much, you know, just besides, you know, like sharing links yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so are you interested in like film or TV? Um, like where do you see your career going, like, in the next maybe five years or so? I really want a series on Netflix. Like, yeah. if I could do that, that would just be a dream come true. And if you could do, um, which one of your books would you see? Or would you do something, like, fresh? I would probably do In Money We Trust. Like, I could really see that developing yeah, into something one. crazy. And I like that one because it was like a strong woman, you know? Oh like, my goodness. A lot of the times you see like men in mm-hmm. these positions. So the fact that you did it, then still made her likable. And that's kind of hard. Girl, some people know? didn't like money. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. It was like half and half. Like some people just. Well, that's good though. That's yeah. good. You did your job. Right. Like, I'll be happy. <laughs> I do not want my characters to be liked all the time. So that was good. Yeah, me. that's good. That's good. I actually liked her. Like, I, I felt like she. <sighs> she was no nonsense, yeah. but it, it's kind of like you kind of understood why, though. It wasn't like for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, kinda... she had been like groomed into that. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, your characters, like, as far as, um, or this would just be, like, general questions. So, like, as far as, like, character names and titles and things like that, like, um, how are you about those? Like, are you okay with somebody, you know, having, like, a similar title, similar character names? Or are you, like, one of those possessive authors? That be, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about um, character names. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't okay. really care that much. Mm-hmm. Titles, um, I don't think I've had an issue with titles where they were close to someone else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care because everything, it seems like, you know, sometimes minds do think alike and yeah. we don't own none of these names, so. yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. That's how I am too. I don't I don't really care about stuff like that. Yeah, but whatever. Um, as far as like trends in the industry, like how do you feel about trends? And you know how like at a time it was kind of just like savage was like kind of like a trend. <laughs> like, do you feel like <laughs> any pressure to kind of go along with that? Or uh-uh. no, <laughs> <laughs> I like to just stand apart. So. The only trend I can say I follow in the industry is when, you know, um, when everybody's creating a group of brothers, mm-hmm. that was the trend I follow because you could get a lot of books out of those families. Yeah, out of those. Exactly. So that's why I did follow that one, just to get my foot in the door. Okay. And um, as far as, like, Amazon goes, like, or do you pay attention or are you... Um, really kind of concerned about like charts and things like that you know um um a lot of people kind of focus on that and yeah you know how how do you feel about that or are you kind of just like hmm? so it when like say if I get a number one mm-hmm. I am excited about it like Definitely. you know if I don't I'm not tripping about it I'm not gonna go cry um I do pay attention to the sales rank Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm independent, so I have to pay you attention to. to numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But even yeah. like, if you under a publisher, they kind of you know make you pay attention to it too. So mm-hmm. it has kind of turned into a numbers game, unfortunately. Yeah, I think sometimes like, um, and I tell like you know if people come to me for advice. I tell them like the charts are definitely important. It's just that you have to know what you're looking for in order for you to really grow and learn from the charts you know what I mean because they change so much yeah like every hour yeah Yeah, so it's kind of difficult and I always tell them like you know don't judge your success just based off of that you know what I mean like if you Mm -hmm. know what you're looking for then it's helpful but if not it can be discouraging if you feel like you know because you know sometimes a lot of authors like right they'll they'll hit like number one and then like their next book won't do that that particular number but it doesn't necessarily mean that that book didn't do well yeah timing is everything like Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's definitely something that I've had to learn and I didn't learn that until I was independent because when I was under a publisher it was kind of just like oh my gosh like what happened you know and I just really felt like I if I didn't hit a certain number like yeah you felt good Yeah. yeah until I really learned like you know, Bitter was probably one of my better-selling series, and it never cracked top ten. I don't think. And you, you know? and those the numbers. See, people don't know <laughs> the numbers on your KDP report. That's the numbers you need to be paying attention, pay attention to. to. Exactly. Not no chart and sales rank. Like, yes, you pay attention, but don't put too much emphasis on those numbers. Exactly. Dude, you got to put them on that KDP numbers. Yep. Yep, and that's one thing I had to learn because I'm telling you, like, I thought I was a failure. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, until so you God. looked in your account and was like, oh, wait. Like, wait a minute. They doing good. Yeah, I had to really, really learn that. So, yeah. what advice would you give to a new author that's coming in and looking to publish? 
Man, just try to write how you feel. Don't come in trying to write like somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a formula out now, you know. The yeah, formulas change like every two, three, you know, years, but it's a certain formula. I feel like some authors follow and then they be disappointed when it don't work for them. Mm-hmm. You just got to write how you write. Don't come in trying to mirror somebody else's style. That's actually really, really good advice. And But, you know, what's so crazy is that um, I remember I had a publisher uh, tell me like, yeah, just go look at the bestsellers chart and you know see what they're doing and that was like the most discouraging thing to me ever mm-hmm. because I felt like I don't want to be I don't want to do what they do better than them like I want to be yeah. the best version of me like yeah. how do I find who I am and my voice as a writer so that's really really great advice like stay true to yourself like you know but and I, and I think it's hard to do to do that in this industry it because it's so many authors new books dropping every day so every sometimes day it is hard to kind of stand apart and not fall into that but that's um that's why like- you gotta think outside the box like you gotta like even with marketing you could think like yeah. okay how can I get the attention or you know you could just kind of I know I just it's so many things you could do like you could go mingle with people in other reading mm-hmm. groups and kind of see what they, you know, what are they raving about? And maybe you can, mm-hmm. you know, make it, take a piece of that and put it into your book, but don't make it like, you know, somebody else. Like, Yeah, kind of take it and make it your own. Yeah, and I always say, like, don't work for the readers. Like, they'll tell you what to Ooh. write, but then <laughs> you drop it, they don't even read they it. They don't even buy. <laughs> so I'm like, do not let the readers run your passion. Like, just give them what you got. I always say I don't allow readers into my creative space. Like, I can't do that. Mm, that's very eloquently put. Because I... <laughs> I know you you would have said it a different way. <laughs> yes, and it wouldn't have went well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yes. So, yes, very eloquently put. Like, I like how you said that. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> So um, with, with your pub- your publishing company, it's Timeless Publications, which, by the way, I love your logo. I thought it was so cute. Thank you. You're welcome. Are you currently um, just publishing yourself or others? Oh, girl, myself. I cannot have nobody else's career in my hands. Like, mm-hmm. I'm scared of that. You scared? Yeah. <laughs> now, that's one thing I'm scared of. Like, I'm scared. I know you did it, right? Yeah, it's it's difficult. It really is difficult. The realization of like, just because you have people supporting you doesn't necessarily mean that they'll support them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's kind of hard. And then also trying to, um, how, how can I say it? Um, trying to, to, you know how, okay, so you have, like, one vision, like, for your career, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's like, if you can't, and I might have another, right? Right. So it's like, um, okay, this is what worked for me, and I'm going to give you this advice, but if it doesn't work for you, try to, you know, listen to what I say. Mm-hmm. But do it on your own. And also, yeah, but then also make it to where it works for you. 
Uh-huh. You know, so it's the, yeah, that's definitely difficult. That's why I only have one author. I had other submissions and I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. No, no, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to be one to find myself on the receiving end of a, um, right, <laughs> of a girl. They'll swear like, up and down. You killed that career. <laughs> and I ain't trying to have it. <laughs> but luckily, you know, about author, she's very talented. She's very willing to learn. She's uh-huh. very, um, you know, it's just, you know, life happens and stuff like that. So right. I kind of just, um, you know, take your time. I'm not one of those pushy, pushy publishers where it's just like, okay, you need to release this and that because I understand the creative process takes some time. So, right. Yeah. So, what do you want Sheree, uh, Sheree Lewis's legacy to be? Like, if, you know, like when, what do you want to be remembered by? Um, just by writing dope books, I guess. Mm-hmm different books too I love just being different so yeah you know I'm always pushing the envelope with these oh. you know stories so that's good and, and you never are you afraid sometimes or like the first time you kind of stepped outside of the box were you kind of afraid like what are people gonna think mm, or I always yeah. it was one book um where I killed the main character off and I was like uh-huh. oh my goodness they finna eat me up <laughs> and I still published it because I just didn't care. Yeah, I kind of just like whatever. That's yeah. how I am too. Yeah, either y'all like it or you don't. Like, well, one thing about it is I try to just make sure that I'm um, proud of myself first. Like, mm-hmm. I had to learn that um, because I, I, I think it was one of the bitter books that you know people didn't understand or they didn't understand where I was going with it, and it kind of like killed my confidence. Yeah, a bit that can I, happen. <sighs> but I had to like so with the last one I was just like you know what let me just sit with this book for a while let me read it let me fall in love with it and be proud of myself so that when mm-hmm. I put it out to the world it's like if y'all don't like it I understand but I did what I wanted to do so I had to learn how to kind of fall in love with my work myself yep. before I put it out just so it's just that's like, what you're supposed to do though yeah yeah yeah, it's been helpful. Okay, so now we're going to play the memory game. Oh, girl, <laughs> and- my memory is so bad, <laughs> but okay. It's so funny. Like, oh, my gosh, it's so funny because <laughs> everyone who's played, they'd be like, wait a minute. You know, especially people who have, like, so many books. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of funny to see if everybody remember what they said. So, so in this game, it's going to be like, who said that and who did that? Okay. So I'll give you a scenario where one of your characters may have done something and um, just, you know, see if you can remember which character did it and which character said it. Okay. Okay. So this is a who said that. What character said, my life ain't perfect, but my way of thinking has kept me from being a prisoner to my negative thoughts. Was that Santana? Yep. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, he the one that was real. He was yeah. deep, bro. He, he was so deep. Yes, he was. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. And who said, time is the currency of life, and it seems yours has just run Girl, off. that's money. I know that one. Yep, yep. You know, money is going to kill somebody. <laughs> okay. Um, who said... I want to believe him when he says that he's changed and that he would treat me better, but I just can't be a fool for him again. Was that Asia? Yeah. Oh my goodness. See? You know what? Okay. <laughs> That's what you're going to get. This one is so easy, but I just had to. <laughs> yeah, I know you threw something. <laughs> 
I can't believe you out here trick or treating and shit with no shoes on. <laughs> that was the narrow. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. I was like, I know she gonna get this one, yeah. but I gotta figure it out. I care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who did that? Which one of your character used a taser doing during a brawl at an unlikely place? That was Amy. Right? Mm-mm. It wasn't Amy? Mm-mm. You got the right book. Damn. The cemetery. Who... Oh my goodness. Big and Amy book. But who got tased? I forgot. <laughs> was it who who used the taser? Who used the taser? Was it Amy? I mean Asia? Uh-uh. Girl. Who got tased? Okay, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay, that one was uh Kamara. Oh my goodness! How can I forget that? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot she be she be having a taser too. I forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who went to the club for a job and was turned down because they didn't have enough assets? <laughs> I cannot remember. Okay, wait. Okay, I can give you the book if you want to. <laughs> wait, uh, wait. They went to a club. Uh huh. They wanted a job, but they would They didn't have enough. Uh, oh, they have enough assets. Is that um my love is under arrest book? Uh huh. The the Kelsa girl. Kel is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, her. I remember now. Yeah. Okay. Um, who reads to their father? Um, at the hospital. Um, is that time? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and who asked their mama for $25 but had to pay them back $40? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that was um, that was Kimi Mama LaShonda. Yep, yep, with her trife. Oh, she's so trifling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you did so good, girl. Okay, and who okay, this is a, a bonus. Okay. Okay, who has a husband in the army who was deployed to Germany? Well, that's Toy. Yes. Oh, oh my, my goodness, gosh. girl, I forgot she about her. So good. <laughs> Man. You did really, really good. Most people can't remember. You did girl. good. Man, I got too many, too many characters. Yeah, you have a lot. I was gonna try to go way, way back, but I was like, ah, I'm gonna probably just get one from each book, <laughs> you know, try to see how you do. But you did really, really good. Yeah. Okay, so I think that is it. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about, anything else you want to promote, anything you want to let readers know. Um, no, I just gotta. I'm ending the year with a standalone. I guess that's a good thing. So that's Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so so much. I had a really really good time talking to you. You made this interview so easy. I know. Thanks for the invite. no problem thank you so much for agreeing um I really wanted to do the podcast like I said just to kind of give authors their flowers let people know you know I think this is nice thank you a lot of the times um you know like people who well not necessarily interviews or whatever the case may be like I know okay what really made me think about it was kind of I think one year you know how they do like the end of the year um 
top readers I top, mean, top 100 readers. yeah yeah you know and it just caused like such a big frenzy girl every, every year, year. <laughs> every year man and I was just like you know sometimes I'd be like okay it's not that big of a deal but then I also thought like some of the times like what are the criteria? like who are these people so I mm-hmm. said you know what as an author, like, I want to do something to where I can highlight, you know, authors that I notice that are doing things, you know, standing apart and people that I really admire. So I was like, well, let me try to think of something that will allow me to let, you know, readers get a little insight on authors, you know, mm-hmm. um, but from an author standpoint, you know, I wanted to be like, I'm in the industry, so I kind of know. Yeah, what you can identify. Exactly. Lot. Yeah. Exactly. And I wanted to kind of be more conversational and not just. Yeah, I like that you talk about your work, too. So it won't make it like, it's so you know, boring. So So I wanted to do that. And um, again, I just wanted to let you know that I definitely admire your work ethic. I definitely admire your marketing skills. I think you're an amazing writer. I think you're such a beautiful person. Thank you. And um. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me, you know, your time and um, agreeing to it. So, of course, um, I just wanted to let you know that you are appreciated. Thank you. And um, yeah, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for having me. I have fun. Sometimes I get my anxiety was up to really. I'm so I don't know the word for it, but I just be, you know, not public speaking, but just uh-huh. <laughs> on a platform speaking, that kind of had my anxiety up. But it was fun, though. I, my anxiety ceased as soon as we got on the phone. So, oh, well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Hey, pretty gang. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to yet another episode. I hope y'all enjoyed. I had so much fun. It was uh, so great talking to Sheree. Please, you guys, make sure you support her. uh, Buy her books on Amazon. uh, Follow her on Instagram. Um, All of that information will be in the description. It'll also be on the Pretty Book Podcast page. Um, And also check her out next week. She has a book coming to Amazon called Sincerely Me. So make sure y'all support her while supporting me so that we can continue to give y'all great content. Thank y'all, and I hope y'all have a good night, a good day, whenever y'all listen to this. Love y'all. Bye.